0: Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to figure out if you will do something once you buy the equipment for it. Lots of folks make aspirational purchases, thinking that owning something will encourage a certain lifestyle or certain habits. A little reflection can let you know whether that is a wise idea or not. So in a great many households, there is a treadmill or stationary bike sitting somewhere, gathering dust. This piece of exercise equipment was purchased with the goal of boosting the owner's physical fitness. But just because you own a treadmill doesn't mean you will walk or run on it. And so people go from being non-runners who at least had space in their basements to non-runners who have to walk past this equipment, clogging up the corner over and over again. So perhaps it seems like it is futile to make such purchases, but that's not really true. Many purchases are necessary for making habits possible. If you don't own a bike, you most likely won't ride bikes as frequently as if you do own a bike it is hard to get kids outside and off their screens if there is nothing fun for them to play with out in the yard. It's hard to go camping regularly without a tent. So how do we know the difference between an aspirational purchase and one that will support desired behavior? I have a phrase that I sometimes use. Habit first, then buy. The idea is that if you do something somewhat regularly in your life, then purchasing the equipment will make it easier and nudge greater frequency. But if you do not regularly do that thing, a purchase will not fundamentally change who you are. So, for instance, I don't eat a lot of smoothies. I don't buy them when I'm out. I might like the idea of having healthy smoothies for breakfast. And if someone offered to make me one each morning, I am sure I would be thrilled. But since I don't buy healthy smoothies when I'm at the airport or anything like that, I probably wouldn't use a fancy blender all that often. I would walk past it on my way to grab the Pop-Tarts. On the other hand, I do run. We bought a treadmill a few years ago when I was already running four times a week or so and was looking for a way to make running easier when my kids were napping or it was raining. Having the treadmill enabled me to keep up a running streak of running at least a mile every day for three years. Some stuff is more in the middle. We bought a new swing set in April, and the kids played on it a lot for the first few weeks. Sure enough, they play on it less now. However, it does give them something to play on when they are sent out into the yard, which I do fairly often. Since they have the space and time to play in the yard, having the equipment there makes the time more appealing. So I do think it's worth it. If you are pondering a purchase, here's how to think about it. First, why are you contemplating it? Is it because friends have it and they say it's fun? If so, Are you similar to them or different? A family with older kids will get more use out of a fire pit than a family with toddlers. If the purchase is meant to support a hobby or activity, ask yourself how often you do this thing. If you rent snorkeling gear every beach vacation, then it might make sense to purchase some of your own to bring on an upcoming trip. On the other hand, if you usually do other things on your vacations, like hit the resort shops, but you like the idea of being a snorkeler, well, maybe try renting the equipment a few times and see if you find yourself looking forward to the next sea life viewing expedition. Then it makes sense to buy. If not, well, spend the money in the boutiques you prefer. That is perfectly fine. If you have gone to the gym to run or you've run outside at least twice a week for the past six months, then I can see buying a treadmill otherwise it is just going to sit there of course it's not the end of the world if it does sit there and sometimes the purchases in question are small enough that if you don't wind up using it oh well but in general it feels better to make purchases that truly will get used that requires knowing yourself but so does much in life it's good to ask the right questions. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Natural. Rise and shine, feeling more like rise and wine. Get your sleep together with Natural Melatonin Gummies and conquer your mornings so you can conquer your goals. Natural melatonin helps reset your sleep cycle. They are made with clean ingredients and help you fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer, and wake up rested and ready to conquer the day. Shop now at natural.com. This product helps with occasional sleeplessness. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease.